Hello, welcome back to Relationship Recipes. This is your host, Queen Cat, welcoming you back to Relationship Recipes. First, I'd like to thank you so much for the amazing response. On the last episode, your kindness was immense and I felt it so well. Thank you for listening, thank you for sharing, thank you for the reviews. I got all of your graceful words and they really did pump me up. They really did encourage me (laughs) and very importantly, they set me on my feet to go get ready for the next few episodes. And honestly, I am so grateful. Thank you for kindness. That meant a whole lot to me. Yes, so as I said, I like to use food when I talk about relationships. I really do. Um, and I hope that's okay with you. I mean, you should, right? We all like food. So, have you ever heard that there's jollof rice somewhere and you go and there's no rice? Okay. For those listening from other parts of the world, jollof rice is an African staple or is like a king. In the African cuisine, if I do say so myself, yes. So, a little background on jollof rice. Jollof rice is said to have come from the Senegalese or the people from Senegal, rather. So basically, they are said to be the founders of jollof rice. But then, the most famous, if I do say so myself. Jollof rice recipes in the world right now are from Nigeria and Ghana. So there's majorly a lot of face-off between Niger jollof and Ghanaian jollof, right? So basically, jollof rice is a major, major. And just as I said, the food is called jollof rice. It means it's cooked with rice, right? I'm just trying to say in essence that there is no jollof without the rice. The rice is the main ingredient in the jollof rice. The quality of rice plays a huge role in the rice itself. So you would see that people who do events um, and who have restaurants, they go a very long mile in being very intentional about the kind of rice they use to cook jollof because quality plays a huge role in the overall in the overall results you get from jollof rice so how does this relate to relationships you and your partner are the most important factor in a relationship that will try you and your partner are the rice in the jollof rice so it's so important for you to um get it right just as i said the quality of the jollof is directly proportional to the quality of the rice so if you get bad rice you get a bad jollof no matter how good your um jollof sauce is the rice will just always trump it down right so the quality of your rice is directly proportional to the quality of your jollof rice now i see um people do something i find very interesting and funny and that is they separate 
their identity as a person from their relationships and i'm always lost like <laughs> really why how what way did you do that so most people expect their relationships to turn out a certain way that is um different from who they are as a person and that's not going to work right your relationship is a product of who you and your partner are as individuals there's no there's nothing that's going to make your relationship look different from whom you and your partner are so if you and your partner um have certain traits that's what your relationship is going to produce right so i want to ask you a question you can take a minute to just pause and think why do babies look like their parents why do children look like their parents why is it that a child cannot just randomly look like someone else and not their parents that's because two people came together to produce that child and that child carries the dna of the both persons right so in essence they produced what looks like them and your relationship is your produce is what you and your partner come together to create and it will definitely look like the both of you so when people see me a lot of times they feel um I look like my mom and then when they see my dad they go oh my god you look like your dad and then when they see my grandmother I recently had people over at my home my home and someone saw my grandmother's picture and she's like oh my god no you look like your grandmother okay so where exactly do I now look like right I think I look like all of them because they all have a very significant role in making me who I am, particularly my father and my mother. So I carry their genes, I carry parts of them in me, in who I am. That's how your relationship carries a part of who you are and a part of who your partner is. So even if your partner, um, let's say, a child even if the child doesn't physically look like their father maybe they physically look like their mother they would carry mannerisms of their father or they would carry certain very strong traits from their father or they look like their mother they would carry very strong traits from um vice versa i think i'm mixing a whole up so it's really very important that you understand that you cannot separate your relationship from who you are as a person yeah so back to the story i was telling you of how people always say i look like my grandmother i look like my father i look like my mother guess what fam hmm. one day one of my grand aunties or a couple of them they were like three saw me and they decided to say i look like my great grandmother <laughs> i was just done at that point I really didn't know what to hear again. I'm like, it's fine. I don't need to look like anybody. Just come and be going. It's okay. I think looking like my grandmother is enough, right? Beyond my father and my mother. I was just done. So, I said that to say this. So, you know how I said I looked like that? 
people would say I look like my grandmother here. Yeah. It's just a way that our genes, you know, kind of pass certain things down to us. And it proves, it shows in the way we get certain things from our parents. And these are things that even show up in our relationships, right? So they are very important things that we would do in our relationships that we have picked up from our parents, we have picked up from their own um, relationships and they just have a flow in interjecting in our own relationships and now the responsibility lies on us to decide who we are, what we want from life and then to begin to strategically create that by removing certain traits that we have picked up that we don't really want or we don't think is significant to um what we want from life and then also developing new traits that will take us to where we want to be and to give us what we desire yeah so very importantly i want to say that you need to become what you want for your relationship if you want a relationship that is fun you know that is exciting that is filled with adventure you might like to start to develop the adventurous spirit <laughs> okay i'm laughing because i don't like to go out i don't like to do fun things i don't like to try new things so it just sounds like i'm preaching to myself right so if you want to um have a healthy relationship you need to start to determine am i a healthy person am i um peaceful am i whole do i bring joy you know those kind of things very importantly you need to start to x-ray um them and start to ask yourself am i doing this is this happening in my own life right so if you are not something your relationship cannot have it automatically if you and your partner do not carry certain values in your lives your relationship cannot automatically just you know suck it in and this means good news for some people and this means bad news for some people why bad news because for some people you would actually begin to realize that you are the problem in your relationship Yes, I said it. I know you, you might not want to hear it. But sometimes I even have to sit and tell myself that, you know, call myself out on the problems I think I have caused in certain relationships. They might not necessarily be romantic. They might be on basic friendships and I have to take responsibility for them, you know. So this might mean that you are the problem and that you have to fix it, right? So one of the biggest ways to fix things is to actually sit down and to be honest with yourself as I just said. And remember um, what I said at the first podcast, truth is so crucial. Truth is at the heart of what we'll be doing here. And you cannot really build like when there is no truth, right? You have to sit down with yourself, tell yourself, okay, cream cat, you did this, you did that. In these various scenarios, you have proved to have this character um, that is negatively influencing this relationship. Take responsibility, um, change, and be committed to being better. You know, and most times we just want to take responsibility personally. 
that means i'm not going to go and admit to the other person that yes i i know i'm causing problems but taking responsibility means that you're even being accountable you know to your partner and you're saying okay yes i accept that i did this i accept that this 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 are my um negative contributions to this relationship and i take responsibility for them and for becoming better amazing right doesn't that sound good so start to build who you want your relationship to look like if you want your relationship to have certain traits if you want certain things to be very deep core values in your relationship make sure they are already core values in your life as a person don't try to build a relationship that is very realistically different from who you are as an individual and who your partner is start to make sure that if you want a peaceful relationship you're peaceful as a person start to make sure that if you want um a joyful relationship you're joyful as a person start to make sure that if you want a valuable relationship you're valuable as a person that means you're giving value to other people doesn't necessarily be have to be only um you as a person it can be your friends it can be your colleagues it can be family members just make sure you are giving um value to other people then also start to build um um very very stable core accountability what does that mean find out if your family your friends people around you think that you are building these values not just that you think you're building it within yourself right so let's let it not be that you are assuming but let it be that you are actually building that core value right so have you ever um tried to make eggs let's say omelette and um you break the egg the first egg maybe you're flying to and you break the first egg and it's good then you break the second one in and it's bad how do you feel i'm sure it's almost so frustrating why because you know you can separate the bad one from the good one right and the bad one means the good one what was originally good has automatically become bad that means the mixture has automatically become bad that is telling you the very important factor that is a partner so i've like tried to say put so much emphasis on how you have to be good as a person and you have to mirror the um, ima- the image of the relationship that you desire but very importantly is the partner you choose to go on this journey with you right that's the power of two whole individuals You've got to both mirror the same energy you want your relationship to have. So if you are a healthy person, you are a whole person, you are a peaceful, joyful person, then your partner has to be the same, right? Your partner cannot be different from you. Your partner cannot mirror something separate from what you mirror. Because just as I gave the illustration, the results will end up being... um unfavorable for your relationship and what you want to build so have you ever seen two really great people in a relationship i feel like it's so amazing it's one of the most beautiful sights to behold 
that's the true definition of power couple i feel like when people see power couple that's what it looks like two healthy individuals who have the same energy who have the same um sense of purpose who are headed in the same direction you know carrying that same form it's just so beautiful fam absolutely beautiful to behold so your partner should embody the vision of the kind of relationship that you desire your partner should um carry those values that you believe have become your core value your core values things that you're not ready to negotiate or to compromise on so that you can be able to build and one thing with building with someone who does not have the same um core building values that you have or the same energy when i say energy i mean the same like um drive to a certain things it's always like you're dragging them along and it is the most frustrating thing so even if you love them even if you're attracted to them the chemistry is great you love this person but there are certain things for you that are very um important and the more you try to drive them the more this person makes it feel like you're nagging it just frustrates the life out of you and it starts to with time frustrate the love in your relationship and that's why it's so important that you don't sacrifice your feelings and chemistry or sacrifice these very core values for feelings and chemistry because if you're being honest you might not be the first person you're having feelings for right but those core values and those core um cardinals on which you want to build a relationship are non-negotiable this means that feelings can always grow but when a value has been compromised that you think is very important for you you become very frustrated and it will affect even the chemistry of your relationship so make sure your partner also mirrors what you want to build vision your values are greater than your feelings and attraction this person must resonate with you on a deep level and that is the level of what you really desire from life and what your picture of a relationship truly is very importantly refuse to settle for less see in this trying to find a partner refuse to settle at all so this means that there are basic things you desire in a relationship do not sacrifice them keep growing keep growing keep developing yourself till you find what you desire i always tell this to guys and ladies especially whatever it is that you are looking for in a partner is out there trust me there are so many people that you've not met the world is literally so large everything you think you want in the person it sounds so much like um i'm seeing some fairy tale somebody is it your standards no matter how ridiculous they might sound are not too high i'm not now driving okay the um ideology of a ridiculous standard but i'm telling you that the person that you think you desire or you think you want or the idea of what you want in a partner is out there 
you're not asking for too much so don't settle if those very core things that you know will mean a lot to you now in 10 15 20 years and you're looking to build a long-term relationship then make sure that at all costs you do not sacrifice them right so i don't know how life works but toxic will always trump good so just like that egg scenario when you have um bad person in relationship somebody who's unhealthy who's um toxic they would always have a way of bringing so much of their energy into the relationship that your good energy looks insignificant right and sometimes people are doing these things unknowingly let me explain so sometimes people might come with trauma with injuries with um um so much wounds from past relationships it can even be um from the relationships of the parents growing up or probably they've been abused in certain ways and they bring all of that wound and it is just a whole ball of toxicity into the relationship it might not directly be their fault but they need to identify that they have been hurt that they are traumatized and they need to heal you know so for coming into a relationship for such a person coming into a relationship with um another healthy person they begin to bear those wounds on the other person they begin to inflict and bleed off on the other person causing the person to be a victim of their own pain and their own wounds causing so much more pain and that's how the cycle of pain like continues right so it's very important that even if you have a um you're having let's say chemistry with somebody who you think needs to heal or certain things sell the idea to them and let them you know, seek healing seek therapy i think it helps right so one thing i want to tell you also is this you're never really at your best and i don't mean that to say um that you can never be the best no what i mean is that life comes in seasons right and every season you are comes with peculiarities so you can strive or you can um grow to gain mastery in every season that means improving on who you are improving on what you do improving on every area of your life so that means i'm saying to you that you are never really the best at certain things you can always grow there's always room for improvement right there's always room and um ability to gain mastery in every season you can improve on something you can improve on your finesse you can improve on your um diction improve on your dressing improve on your um presentation improve on how you relate to people improve on your communication skills there's always something to grow up improve on how much kindness you show improve on being more gentle with people improve on being more um peaceful in your soul you know be more at peace with who you are as a person improve on how you see yourself you know sometimes so many of us have to improve on our self-esteem you know and self-image how you view yourself and really give yourself accolades for the beautiful soul that you are right <laughs> so it's very important and i really um love that in every season there's a greater realm of yourself you can tap into right and become so never come to a place where you are mentally settled with who you are because this applies to every area of your life and i think that you should 
take it and apply it to your career to your academic pursuits to your relationships to um to life to parenting to whatever it is that you do never come to a place where you are mentally settled with who you are this means you can always be better you can always be brighter you can always grow to become more than who you think you are even if you think you are at your best right so very importantly you can grow then something i really 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 want to say is this i'm not driving the course of perfection i'm driving the course of progress which means that i'm not saying you have to be perfect before you can have a relationship no all i'm saying is that mirror what you want to build mirror what you want to um um, have what you want to create let there not be a large disparity between who you are and what you are aiming for in a relationship at the very most let it be very close semblance right let who you are as a person look like who you want to become or who you're or the kind of relationship you're looking to build right or who you want to be with let there not be a large disparity don't be somebody who is some completely unable to control their temper and who wants to who keeps emphasizing the facts that they need to view with someone who um has anger completely under control i'm not saying that's a bad desire but what i'm saying is grow yourself to become like what you say you want so that when you get to be with that person you're not a burden right and you can match the same energy very 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 important so progress is always better than perfection some people see and i do agree because with progress you always become the better version of yourself you always get to tap into the higher version of purpose and you begin to look like the best version of you and that's the goal look like what you want to demand from another person make sure that you yourself are bringing that energy if you're asking them to bring it right so this is kind of bringing us to the end oh my god um just as i said rice and the jollof depends the quality of the rice in that jollof will largely determine the quality of the jollof rice so you cannot bring a jollof that you want to bang and then you come and use rice that did not come correct the results you have to have yourself to blame right so just in that fashion make sure that you and whoever you have an opportunity to do a relationship with or whoever you decide to do a relationship with both mirror the values you want your relationship to have right makes all of the difference then i'll give you an assignment and <laughs> we do it though it's just for yourself it's just to help you evaluate and to help you really apply um what we've just spoken about so you could have like in your journal on a book on paper wherever you try you decide to share just you can make a line a divide write on, on, on the left the describe or write in detail what you want your relationship your ideal relationship to look like the value systems you want to see i'm not asking you to write about vacations and all these things <laughs> feel free to express yourself though but i'm just saying very importantly write about about the um 
situations, maybe scenarios that you really appreciate that depict maybe the peace or the joy or the calm in your relationship. And then on the other side, write commentaries on whether or not you match the scenarios or whether or not you match the traits, right? <laughs> I know that's going to be hard. But ask yourself honest questions, okay? If I want peace, am I peaceful with the people around me? Am I um, joyful with my friends? Or am I fun when my family grows up? You know, all of these things will really help you answer those questions. And one thing I do myself is to, at least once in a year, ask people who are really close to me honest very honest questions about my strengths about my weaknesses about things i need to do better with so it kind of helps me gain objective perspective right you could do that too and ask the people around you they could let you know too very importantly put your partner to the test of scrutiny my dear let it not just be that you are trying to match up to a particular standard you've set meanwhile you're accepting people who don't yes you you deserve to have someone who can match your energy it's very important it's not negotiable i will not allow you to negotiate that so make sure that your partner is also put to this test and they also mirror and are progressive you know not that they are perfect but they are growing and they look like what you want to build <sighs> a disclaimer Sha. when i said um your vision is more important than your spec. I was not um, devaluing or invalidating your attraction. I think that's non-negotiable. I think that's very important. Being with someone whom you love, whom you're attracted to, whom is a speck in your eyes is very important. But I'm just saying your vision is also very important and even more important because when your vision starts to fail, when the things you hold dear start to become um unable to attain in the relationship you get to get you get to start becoming so frustrated that your even your chemistry gets frustrated too so that brings us to the very end <laughs> and i really did enjoy um recording i hope you did enjoy listening please send me your reviews and please review the podcast like yeah very importantly tell your friends what's happening comment send questions you know i'll leave my instagram hat though where you can send me a dm in the description just the way i said i would um and then i said i was also going to do some sort of a um, google form so that you could send in your questions and you could do that anonymously too so i would try to answer in subsequent episodes and if you're going to do that anonymously please read the context by that i mean let me know if you're a lady or your guy so that i can answer appropriately thank you so much for listening to the end you my dear are the real mvp so this is cream cat signing out lots of love and enjoy make sure make sure be very sure you're enjoying your life Bye.